we'll do some workouts I've been doing at the fire station. And some of them were the, the sandbags. The sandbags, yes. And, and both of us are in pretty good shape mm -hmm. for guys in our mid-30s. <laughs> 40s, whatever. 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 Uh, it's just a number. Exactly. Hi, welcome to For What It's Worth Coaching Podcast. This is episode eight. And I'm Coach Ty with here with Coach Hines. Glad to be here. Oh, it's it's actually this is an exciting podcast. This is this this is uh we're stepping up our game a whole new level oh, right now. Whole new level. And uh, we got lucky enough to meet a friend from church. His name is J.C. Navarro. He uh, is helping us out with uh, getting our videos out there and our podcasts out there. And uh, his company name is J.C. Navarro Films. So if you're in the San Diego area and you need some film work done. Um, hit him up. He's on the website and he also has a, uh, Instagram page too. Absolutely. So speaking about Instagram pages, we have our own, uh, it's at for what it's worth coaching. Uh, check us out, like us, share us with uh, all your friends and family. Um, and you know, one of the things I think we're going to come up with is have a question and answer, uh, um, podcast someday. So if you have any questions on whether you're a player, coach, parent, uh, leave them there on Instagram or uh, shoot us a message on any of the podcast uh, venues. So speaking about podcast venues, you can also check us out on um, Google, Apple, I Apple uh, iTunes, and uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify. So let's go ahead and get into our topic. Um, it's benefits of training with our team. Yeah, so the, one of the reasons I want to talk about this with Coach Ty, this, this podcast, is because as... I know baseball is just gearing up, but as football season has now officially come to an end yeah. for college and high school, uh, the season doesn't stop. It's a year-round sport in that if you really want to excel, you need to be in the weight room. You need to be training. Uh, the disclaimer here is I know both you and I feel the same. We want our players to be multi-sport athletes. Yes. If they're passionate about more than one sport, they're only in high school for four years, and we want them to have the greatest experience they can. And we talked about this before. We, we, you know, if someone tells you to play one sport, they're either ignorant or selfish. Right. You know, we, we, we want them being multi-sport athletes. But this podcast is really for those people that are not playing other sports and are able to play just football or just baseball and have an off-season where they can really train with the team. So we're going to discuss the, the pros and cons, and I know you, you have a good twist of uh, some questions you're going to throw into this. But... Um, our take on the importance of and the benefits of training with the team versus training on your own or with a personal trainer. Correct. And uh, the main topic of that when you're, when main benefit of training with your team is you're not just building the muscle, you're building a relationship with your teammates. Yeah. I mean, I think culture is built in the weight room. You, know, you don't have that much time. We're limited in high school and college of the number of practice hours you can have. And I know for our program, like we have our practice script down to the minute. So, you know, at, at five minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes, when that period's over, you've got to go. So you're really limited to the, as much to the, to the amount of relationship building and the deep conversations you can have during the season. So that off season, not just player and coach, but player to player, uh, more importantly, is, uh, it's paramount to really building that culture. You definitely want the players to get together uh, more often. Then you get that team chemistry going on the field. Exactly. You know, um, <clears throat> they know when a, a certain player is down or just they know they're off that ga day, uh, game. 
and they know exactly what to say to get them back into the game. Exactly. So it's really important because sometimes, you know, the coach will say, what's wrong with you, you know, and uh, the player will, like, not pay attention to the coach. It'll be like a parent. Yes. And just, like, someone else has to tell them. So if a peer or, or a, um, a fellow uh, teammate will help them out in getting yeah. through that. So, and then uh, a couple other topics we have up there is uh, building the camaraderie and building the trust between players. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to be you know for me obviously it's football for you it's baseball but to be in the heat of battle and when your back's against the wall and you know you have to work together if it's someone that you don't have that deep rooted personal relationship with and they start yelling at you in a game it's just another person yelling at you Mm -hmm. whereas if they have been behind you in the squat rack they're spotting you when you're doing whatever the lift it may be and they are literally as a coach and a player sweating and bleeding with you sometimes um you're building that camaraderie you're building that trust where it's not someone yelling at you it's someone trying to empower you to get the most out of you definitely and i know as a as a player um and you as a fellow player as well is when you do have that teammate behind you cheering you on you're going to push that little extra weight going to push a little harder and you know when you get to game time you know the trust between the the player knows hey i know you got a little bit more you got one more quarter in me or you got one more inning Let's get, let's get get it going. And then you're going to push a little harder. Absolutely. And to that point, you, you and I had talked about, you know, one of the things I always say with our players is competition breeds success. Oh, one of my favorite sayings. And, and I love that. And I can't take credit for it. I don't re- remember where I heard it, but I'm sure this brain didn't come up with it. But, you know, I, I know you and I, was it last summer or the summer before, uh, for our listeners, I, I both Coach Ty and I love working out. And I remember I had been hitting the weights hard and really pushing myself and one day he said, hey, come on over to my garage. I have a pretty cool setup and we'll do some workouts I've been doing at the fire station. And some of them were the, the sandbags. The sandbags, yes. And, and both of us are in pretty good shape mm-hmm. for guys in our mid-30s, <laughs> 40s, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, it's just a number. Exactly. Um, but man, we were doing that the sandbag workout and I was, I was close to dying. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching you and I was like, I, I, I can't let him beat me. And to the <laughs> listeners, he did. I, I, I don't remember the numbers, but you did more reps or sets or whatever. Um, but, I, but I had fun, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's so different when you go train, and we'll touch more on this in a little bit, but when you train by yourself, you're benefiting just yourself. Definitely. When you train with your dad, that's mm-hmm. great. It's important. I love lifting with my kids. There's a certain place and time for that. But when you're training with your team and you're competing with your team, if I'm squatting 405 and I think I'm pretty, you know, a bad guy, you know, I'm pretty tough and I'm doing it on my own, I'm only benefiting myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing that and other guys playing my same position are squatting 215 or 515, whatever it may be, um, competition once again breeds success. It's fight or flight. I'm either going to step up my game and start pushing myself more if I'm the guy doing less. Or if I'm doing more and I really am in it for the right reasons, I'm going to push my teammates to get them to be as close to myself as I can be. Definitely. Definitely. And what's nice too is if you team up with someone that has, is a little better at one area than you are, like I know you lift more than I do. And then a lot. With the back, a lot, a lot more. more. Yeah, a lot more. <laughs> um, but if you look at it that way, you know, if I work out with you, I'm going to push, try to push more weight because I'm going to try to get up at your level. When we do that sandbag workout, you're going to push a little bit more just so you can get as many reps or get a lower time. Exactly. So it's definitely pushing each other. So um, I guess one of the main things, too, and I think it's very important, is when you do the off-season workouts um, with your team, because I know in the lower levels, there has to be a coach in the gym mm-hmm. for safety reasons, of course. But it's it's off-season. It has nothing to do with, you know, 
the regular season where you're learning plays, you're finding out your um, uh, your starting lineups, but you get to develop that relationship with that that uh, player, like outside of the realm of whatever sport they're playing. Exactly, you know, and, and I loved my high school coaches. You and I were talking about this just prior to the podcast. They're great men, mm-hmm. but I really only knew them during the football season because during the off season, I had one or two of them that would open up the weight room and we had double doors that opened up to the cafeteria mm-hmm. and they would unlock the door, turn the lights on and go drink their coffee, eat their donuts. Right. And we had no teaching, no coaching. We weren't working out side by side with them. They were there, but there wasn't any more relationships being built. Mm-hmm. Whereas with you and I, we have a chance to build a relationship with them, talk to them. I know both of us sometimes will pull a player or two aside and say, hey, I'm going to work with you guys today. Yeah. And, and I would have loved that, to have my coach work with me. And with a lot of them, I can do a lot more weight. With some of them now, as I get older and yeah. they get older, yeah. and you want that. You want your players doing more than you. Yeah. You're not going to win many games if the, strong, the strongest guy in the room is the coach. Exactly. Um, but it, it's just fantastic. And, and to push them and to look them in the eye and say, that's what I need. I need right. you to push your teammates like you pushed me. Definitely. To have them feed off that. Um, well, another thing you had mentioned, and we talked about the competition breeding success, uh, we just put up in our weight room just a week or two ago, we have a whiteboard now that I mounted with permission from our AD on one of the doors that has our offense and defense uh, formations, offensive and defensive formations. Um, created the board and they're written there on Sharpie. Every time a player comes in now, they take a whiteboard marker and they write their name in the position they're competing for. Wow. So it's great and the guys love it. And I say, listen, it's not just for us to take attendance. So much more than that, it's a chance for you to say, hey, listen, there are five of you now that are projecting down under offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. We only have two lots of offensive tackles on any given play. Yes. Um, so it, it's, it's a chance, once again, to continue to push one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice kind of putting up that friendly competition between each other, Yeah. not just on the field, because that field is like you're there in battle against another team. But when you put that friendly competition within, it's going to push even, and it's going to um, result out on the field. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so you also get to check in on their grades, make sure they're, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's huge. Yes, it that's is huge. I, I, we do it during the season. We have weekly grade checks mm-hmm. and I tell our players and I tell our parents during the banquet at the end of the season, don't stop reaching out to us. If you need us to help in your son or your daughter's lives, you know, if they're struggling, we want to know year round and to tell them truthfully, it's not for our selfish benefit or gain. We want to be in their lives year round. So if they're struggling, I don't care if it's the football season or not. You know, and I want to make sure they're eligible for the other sports they play or just to continue to develop the habit of being a student athlete. So there are so many reasons, as you mentioned from the get-go, of the importance of training with your team, the benefits. Mm -hmm. But uh, you mentioned that you wanted to be someone's friend, uh, being someone's advocate at at the beginning (laughs) of this. I I, I like the way you had stated it, but Uh why don't we start hitting on that? So I'm going to play a devil's advocate uh, right now. And I'm going to ask you some questions or tell you some comments that uh, maybe some parents probably say to you or other or, uh, your athletes. Um, the first one is a uh, student comes up to you and says, Coach, I got to study. <laughs> that one drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And then discla- the disclaimer here is we preach all the time they are student athletes. But that, that's one of the biggest cop-outs in my book because you're, you're in school on average six hours a day sitting in a chair. There are studies, and I'm not a scientist by any means, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but physical activity does the body good. 
just like the old, the old milk commercials, Definitely, you know, does yeah. the body good. You've got to get up and move. And no one's going to go home if your school day ends at 3 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Almost no one, if anyone, goes home and does homework, productive homework, from 3.30 to 10.30 at night. No. You know, so if you are serious about, and this is really, I, I guess, for the student athletes listening, if you're serious about what you say, about wanting to be a starter, wanting to play at the next level, wanting to be a leader, whether you're a captain or not, you'll always have time to work out. You know, we don't have our guys come in and do three-hour workouts. We open the gym for about two hours on average. Come in and spend 40 to 50 minutes supersetting your workouts and really pushing it, the workout you put me through, yeah. and really pushing it. And you're going to get a great workout, go home and shower, and you're going to feel so much better. And your brain is going to be that much more ready to learn. Yeah. So we want you to be student athletes, but saying I have to study, especially if you want to play at the next level, you, you, that's not an excuse anymore. That You can't miss workouts, whether it's in-season or off-season. And that goes back, back to trust, you know, trust with the teammates and trust with the coaches because if you're not handling your business in the classroom, what makes you going to handle your business on the field? Yeah. You know, especially because the coaches, the coaches are going to trust that you're going to make grades and make it throughout the whole season. Be dependable. Be dependable and make it there. So, you know, they, they talk in that as far as trust. 99% of success in life comes from showing up. Yes. You, you, you can't compete. Competition breeds success. Well, if you don't show up, you've lost that competition. Exactly. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, one that's a lot of probably newer schools and probably schools that just don't have really good programs. It's like the school doesn't put on a, a off-season workout program. Yeah, you know, my first coaching experience, it was with a great man uh, in Amherst, New Hampshire, just a great man who loved the kids, truly a trans transformational coach. Mm -hmm. He was in it for the right reasons. Uh, when he showed me the weight room, it was a decent weight room. But I said, great, what do you guys do? And he looked at me and he goes, well, here's our weight room. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, well, great. What's your program? And he's like, here's our weight room. <laughs> so, and he just didn't know. Right. You know so, so, so when people say, well, what if your school doesn't have a program? Most schools have weight rooms. Now, I, I realize in certain parts of the country, maybe they don't. So in that situation, if your school doesn't have a weight room, you've got to go somewhere else. You've, th that's when you should train with your parent or a friend or go to a gym or a personal trainer, if your school doesn't have a program. Um, and my, my disclaimer on that is, it kind of leads into, uh, you know, if they have a program, but it's not that good. I, I don't want to jump ahead, but what's the next one? Oh, the next one's, uh, the coaches don't know what they're doing in the gym. And that, that's a sad reality, you know, and I hate to, to say that this comes down to money, but so many things in life do. So often the school districts don't want to pay for qualified, educated professionals outside of the classroom. They think, hey, we, we, they wouldn't have an English teacher that didn't have a degree. They wouldn't have a science teacher, a social studies, a math teacher that didn't have a degree in that subject. They should have, not just PE teachers, but they should have educated, qualified strength coaches in their schools and invest the money. Because I'm a firm believer, you know, the, the mind-body connection, the healthier you are physically, it helps you mentally and emotionally and all that. Um, so there are way too many coaches that either don't know what they're doing or are too prideful to get proper schooling. I went to a coaching clinic several years ago and uh, had saw on, on one of the topics, strength and conditioning for football. And I thought, well, I'll go to that. And I felt, you know, I know what I'm doing. I want to go, I want to go there and pick up one, maybe two things. Well, they had a gentleman speaking who I, did, I hadn't heard of. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but Boyd Epley. Yeah. who I was like, all right, no idea who he is. And I, I walked in there, and for the people listening, try to visualize a Jack LaLanne 
the old school oh, Jack Lane, yeah. with like 60 pounds more muscle. And Jack Lane was no slouch. Wow. So this guy was just a beast of a man. Well, Boyd Epley was the head strength and conditioning coach for 35 or 36 years in Nebraska when Nebraska was destroying everyone. And I left there after three one-hour seminars and my jaw just on the ground. Like I learned so much. This guy had forgotten more about strength and conditioning in his life than I had ever known. And, and I just learned so much. I emailed him and he got back to me. And just so much of what I know now, I have to attribute to Boyd Epley. Um, some coaches just don't care to learn. They'll go to football clinics and that's great. They'll go to conferences and all these things, but they don't take the time to look at not just the offense, the defense, the special teams, but the strength and conditioning. Definitely. So to that, if, if you are a parent and your son goes to the school and they say, oh, coach doesn't know what he's talking about, don't just go in there and, and, and be obnoxious about it. Yeah. But email the coach. Request a meeting and just say, do you mind taking 20 minutes explaining what you're doing? And if the coach doesn't know what they're doing, suggest they hire someone that does. Because there are enough knowledgeable people out there that would love to help out. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I know this one might, uh, we might go over an hour on this one. But uh, the last devil's advocate right there is a uh, uh, parent comes up to you and say, hey, my son or daughter has a personal trainer. So they won't be coming to your workouts. Yeah, um, we're we're gonna gain a lot of listeners here, Coach. <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna lose a lot. But uh, let me start start off by saying I, I've done personal training before. I believe you have as well. One of the things I've always said to the the young men and women I've trained is I ask them what their team's workout schedule is, and I always really encourage them train with your team first, and we'll work around that schedule. Now that being said. Your body, as you know, doesn't grow when you're working out. It's when you're eating and sleeping. So the whole, you know, it, it's big in social media now, no days off, no days off, no days right. off. You know what? You're going to tear your body up and it's never going to grow. Right. You know, and, and th that's just the physical part of it. You need to have the mental break as well. Um, so the whole no days off thing is, is kind of a, a joke, in my opinion. Personal trainers get paid to train you. And that doesn't make them bad people. You know, that doesn't make them bad people. A lot of personal trainers are highly educated, highly qualified, passionate people, and a lot of them do it for the right reason and have no hidden agenda. In my 20 years coaching high school football, the counter of that also, unfortunately, is I know I've had players that have personal trainers that feed into the, you should be starting. Yeah. Why isn't coach having you do this? And why isn't coach, your coach is an idiot, or your coach is that? And what I say to the young men and their parents is, that trainer's not here to see who you're competing against. They're not here to see, yeah, you should be starting, but you're not eligible because your grades aren't what they should be. Yeah. Or they see that you are pound for pound the strongest kid they've ever trained and one of the strongest kids in our team, but you don't know your plays. Or whatever it may be. So what I try to share with parents is, I've got nothing against personal trainers, but personal trainers are being paid. And the ones that don't have the high character, and most of them do, but are going to feed into you your agenda or your child's of, well, coach doesn't know what they're doing, they should be starting or whatever. And all I ask is if you are a personal trainer, you're listening to this, um, keep doing what you're doing, but talk to those people you're training and try to work around the training schedule. Yeah. So I, I always tell players, if you work out with a personal trainer in addition to what we're doing, but not at an excess where it's too much, mm -hmm. you tear your body apart, that's great. But don't do it so much that you're not giving your body a chance to recover. And the players that miss team workouts to work with a personal trainer, you're not building the camaraderie. You're not building the trust, as you mentioned. You're not building the culture. 
And when push comes to shove, when you're under the lights, figuratively or literally, it's not your personal trainer or your coach that's going to be in a battle with you. You know, the coach is, it's from, from a coaching standpoint, but it's those teammates that you should be sweating with and bleeding with um, day in and day out that uh, really have, that should be your priority. Right. That should be your priority. Definitely. And so speaking of that, when you have a, if they do have a personal trainer and they decide to work out with um, the team, as they should decide, um, what is a good idea? So should they bring like what the off, the program that you're that you're running there and maybe able to add a little bit more so they're not either overtraining or prof, uh, focusing a little bit more on a certain muscle? Yeah, I, I I love that. I always ask players. We had a young man. I won't say his name. Just uh, last week one of our workouts here, he came a little late, apologized. I said, no, no problems. Didn't even ask him. So no problem. Glad you're here. I said, grab your car. Let's get to work. And he said to me, I was with my personal trainer. So I, I there were a lot of guys around. So I let it go right then. So pulled him aside about five minutes later. I said, what'd you work on today? And he was doing the great things. He, well, I did squats and this, you know, so well, what workout are you going to do on our card? And he chose a day that had squats. I said, well, if you just did squats, you know, I said, Let, let's, it doesn't make sense to do squats now. So that's, a, that's a great point coach is to make sure that we're communicating, if not with the personal trainer, with the young man or young woman to make sure they're not missing certain key workouts or exercises or double dipping. And then it's got, you know, going to be counterproductive. Yeah. You can definitely get hurt that way. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Over, overtraining is a big, big problem. Yeah. So the overall is do your best to work out with your team. And because it builds the relationships with your teammates, builds camaraderie, trust, and then the my favorite saying, competition breeds success. Competition breeds success. And, and culture is created in the weight room. Definitely. You know, it, it's just, you can't hide in the weight room. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always tell the players, one of the reasons we have mirrors in all the weight rooms I've ever been blessed to be a part of designing or you go to, people think, oh, it's for functionality. It's just for it's just watching your form. Yes. As a coach, I can be here spotting you, see the mirror over there and see what someone's doing. Exactly. And you see who's sitting down, who's on their phone, who's taking a... 30 minute water break or 30 second rather mm-hmm. and who's taking a five minute water break and, and just kind of disappearing from time to time you can't hide in the weight room the, the weights don't lie and it's a great place to go and push yourself and push your teammates definitely well, i think we'll end it on that yeah well, i don't know how many i didn't keep time on this one I, i'm i'm gonna guess that we're probably at 34 minutes so that's just a guess that's just a guess uh, <laughs> to, to wrap up you know we appreciate everyone listening as uh, coach said in the beginning subscribe to our podcast and, and share it if you like it. And uh, as we always say, take it for what it's worth and stay strong. And stay strong. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you.